Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, May 17, 2023, and this is day 1883 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and we honor you among all others. Thank you, Lord, for being everything to us. We can do nothing without you. Thank you for equipping us through the power of the Holy Spirit to go forth and uh, thrive in life each and every day as we are being obedient unto you. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is warning signs. However insignificant they may seem, God is giving us warning signs and it's up to us to heed to those warning signs. So we're going to take a look at Luke chapter 17, verses 26 through 37. Luke 17, 26 through 37. And this is Jesus speaking and he's talking about how will they know? Uh, how will we know when um, it's time for Jesus's return? Uh, when it's time for us as believers to be with the Lord for eternity. So he says, just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. That is a sign. Many times, you know, we see that in the Bible, God says, uh, no one knows the day or the hour. Not even Jesus knows the day or the hour that we will be caught up to be with the Lord. But he's giving us signs. We may not know the exact day. So he said, just as it was in the days of <clears throat> of the son, uh, just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be the days of the son of man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage. Up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating. Now, let me back up. In the days of Noah, everyone was destroyed except for Noah, his wife, and uh, his sons and their um, wives. But everyone had ample time, though, uh, to enter the ark. But they chose not to. Or they didn't even believe Noah. They made fun of him for taking so many years to build this ark. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It was, it will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. And the Son of Man here is Jesus. It says, on that day, no one who is on the housetop with possessions inside should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife. 
And if you don't remember Lot's wife, here's what happened to her. When the angels were had to grab hold of Lot's hands and his daughter's hands and his wife to snatch them out of the city, they were running and they said, whatever you do, don't look back. And she looked back and she turned into a pillar of salt. And they said, to this day, the remnant of her, that pillar of salt is still there. So we need to be aware when he says, don't look back. He's saying, don't worry about what you're leaving behind. Uh, Don't worry about what the possessions that you've acquired. Let everything go. Verse 33 says, whoever tries to keep their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord, they asked, he replied. Where there is a dead body, there the vultures will gather. And that was it. (laughs) And he's talking about, this is a familiar proverb out of the book of Proverbs. And uh, it means when one vulture circles around, it doesn't mean much. But a gathering of vultures means that there is a a carcass uh, nearby. So we need to take heed to the warning signs. When we see (laughs) all of them gathering or when we see these things coming to pass that Jesus is telling us about, he's saying that it's going to be just like it was in those days. So it means that we must be ready at all times. We don't have time to just say, oh, I'll just take it easy and just do all the the evil that I want to do right now. I've got time and then I'll get saved, you know, just before Jesus comes. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. We, those that think like that, will miss the boat, just like those did in the days of Noah. Point number one, insignificant. And so this is what will happen. It will be things that are insignificant to many people that are like, oh, that's no big deal. Well, that means too small or unimportant to be worth consideration. Well, Jesus is saying that there's going to be the same things happening back then that will be happening today. We'll be marrying, we'll be working, we'll be doing all the things we typically do, but we still need to be on watch. Not fearful, but on watch. You know, at my old church, we noticed um, little small telltale signs of termites, like little sections of wood around the outside of the building Uh, looked like they were deteriorating. We did not think much of it until we saw even more damaged wood uh, maybe a year later. So we called a termite specialist (laughs) to check things out. He did a very thorough, in-depth job. He said it was very bad, but he could fix it. And it cost quite a bit (laughs) of money, but he eliminated them from from those unseen underground places. And I mean, it was bad enough to where we had to even get uh, concrete laid in areas that were kind of falling away from the wood. And that was something we need to do, but it was important. 
Jesus warns us that that his his return his return may seem insignificant. People will be marrying, eating and drinking just as they were doing in the days of Noah before the flood came and destroyed everyone except Noah and his family. Noah heeded to God's warning, even though rain from the sky had never been seen before. Imagine that. You you know, they're saying the warning is it's going to flood. It's going to rain from heaven. Water is going to come down from heaven. Well, water had not come down from heaven yet. Uh, back then, at that time, a mist came up from the ground to keep things watered. But there was in the Garden of Eden. So there was no there. They had no uh, no way to compare this. They but but the thing we have to do just as we have no way to compare the being caught up and raptured in the sky. We've never gone through that before, but we know it's going to happen because God said it would. But in Noah's case, he simply obeyed in faith. Some say it took Noah 120 years to build the ark. He also had to plant trees for the wood needed to build the ark. You know, he had to plant enough because the the ark, it was three stories. You know, it was said that the family lived on the top floor and that all of their supplies and, um, and the animals lived on the second level. And guess what was on the third level? Uh Uh-huh. Mess from all the animals. Doo-doo. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I would imagine that they would have to clear that out some kind of way. Can you just think in your minds, two of every animal (laughs) was on that ark. They had, if I just go by what my two dogs do, (laughs) oh my goodness, that's a lot of mess. So that's what that third floor was for, that first level. Uh, It takes, and thinking about these trees that he had to cut down and use, um, you know, it takes trees 10, 10 to 40 years to reach maturity, to even use them for wood. It takes commitment from beginning to end when God sends us warnings. We should never take God's warnings for granted. If we do, we could be left behind. Now, point number two, some things that keep us from yielding and missing the signs of God are the warnings that he's sending us. Number one is materialism. So we can be very materialistic. And this is out of my commentary too. It says, I want it. I want it and and work hard to get it. All that I see is real. Unseen things are merely ideas and dreams. That's materialism. I'm not walking in faith. I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in everything. Uh, that I see that's tangible, that's real. But see, that's because when we think like that, we're not able to to think from our spiritual mind. Uh, we're not communicating with God because we communicate him, with him in the spirit. And when we do, we're able to walk by faith and we can see those things uh, that are not naturally seen by the natural eye. We can We walk by faith and not by sight. Number two was individualism or is individualism. I work hard for me and you work hard for you. I may make it, you may not. That's your problem, not mine. Hey, you do what you want. (laughs) You deal with it. 
I, I'm about minding my own business. I do what I do over here and I'll take care of my, me and my own. If you need something, you deal with it on your own. Don't come asking me for nothing. Don't ask me if you can borrow anything. I'm here for myself and that's it. That's individualism. Third would be skepticism. Anything I'm not convinced about can't be important. And I know I have a one of the things that I had to deal with and overcome and, you know, still see um, residue of it from time to time is skepticism. I think there's probably a good time to be skeptical, <laughs> but we can't let it um, keep us from believing in Jesus Christ. Skepticism, anything I'm not convinced about can't be important. Everything important to know, I can figure it out. Those who have those attitudes may protect themselves, but they will lose the spiritual dimension to their lives. Keep your commitment to Christ at full strength. Then you will be ready when he returns. That's a very powerful statement that we need to have our uh, belief in Christ at 100%. We cannot afford to be even at 99% because the enemy will see that and that's just like a little slither, a little crack where he can come in and create the skepticism, uh, create an illusion to make us believe that this is not going to happen or that I have time. Yesterday, it was really amazing. Yesterday, while writing this message up that God was giving me, yesterday I got a knock on the, my door early in the morning. Well, it was not super early, but, you know, around 7.30. And I'm thinking, who on earth is at our door? And uh looked out my window, and we got the ring doorbell. My husband could see it, but, you know, he was, he was asleep. And I was in the office and I looked out my window and there was this man, you know, like in a um, um, uniform, you know, like those vests that you wear, those orange vests. So like a city worker or something like that. And so I ran down to the door and he said, I'm here to give you a warning. We're going to shut the water off in this neighborhood because there is a big water main break here and we need to fix it and we cannot fix it without turning the water off. He said, so I wanted to let you know, just in case you need to take your showers and things like that, I'm giving you about 30 minutes. And I said, can I get an hour? <laughs> he said, we're going to do it and uh, turn it off around 830. I said, can you turn it off around nine? You know, because I needed to get other things cleaned up and get water put aside, get the dogs handled, do those things. But if I had to do it by 8.30, I would. And he said, yes, we'll do it. We'll give you till nine. And he said, you know, I went over to the neighbors and knocked on their door, but nobody came. And uh, and they were outside getting ready to leave, but they never, they never uh, responded to the gentleman. They saw him on my porch, I would imagine anyway. And uh, while they were outside getting their cars loaded, their truck loaded, he does, you know, electrical work and has his own business. And um, he did not heed to the warning. And he said, we're trying to let everybody know, but everybody's not necessarily receptive. And that was a huge example for me. Uh, what God is really 
wanting us to get this, that we need to be ready. It can happen any second now. And things are going to look like they normally look, but he's giving us signs. And uh, and our water was off for several hours. And but we were still able to have, you know, water to drink. I put ice away. You know, God is saying, take care of things now. Be ready. And those things we take care of is making sure you're sharing the love of Jesus with other people so that they too can come to know Christ. That's our assignment. And, you know, he's given us a purpose, whatever, you know, that's, that's all part of the purpose, but whatever he's given you to do, whether it's teaching, um, you know, whether it's creating things, uh, whether it's being a politician, whatever it is God has called you to do, whether it's being a seamstress, um, a doctor, a lawyer, you know, in whatever things we're doing, we have been gifted to do it. And while we're doing it, we're being a blessing to others. And we should be also sharing Christ with others so that they too can be saved. That's what it's all about. This is your day. If you don't know him as your savior and your savior and your Lord, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the key. You will spend eternity with Jesus Christ. The opposite, the other end of the spectrum would be spending hell. I mean, spending eternity in hell with Satan. And that was never God's intention for us. Oh, I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And if you don't have a Bible study, please join us uh, this evening from 6.30 to 7.30 on Zoom. The website is on the, I mean, the link uh, is on our website. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, as well as DIY projects. We thank you all so much for your support, your prayers, and your donations. We They are so needed for us to continue the work that God has given us. And we are partners in this. So thank you very much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.